0: You're listening to episode number 392 of the 360 Vegas Podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com and send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and com. Simply go to the blog and click on the corresponding banner to go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen,
1: we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas.
2: Las Vegas functions on a twenty-four hour a day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio, Riviera, the Mirage, Flamingo, Sahara, and the MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? I
1: want to gamble. They always
0: put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. Strip is just the most amazing stretch of the road, I think, probably anywhere in the world.
2: Kickin' ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas.
1: I know this isn't really Vegas-related,
0: but, Tony, what's your favorite musical? Well, 100% the music, man. Really? 100% the music, man. Ergo, the reason we went to uh, New York City during a pandemic to see... Um, Oh, who's the guy that played Wolverine? Um, Hugh, Jack- Hugh Jackman. Oh, Hugh Jackman, yeah. yeah. Hugh Jackman, to see, to see him play Harold Hill. Absolutely, 100%. What about you, Karen?
2: Oh, that's a good question. I think it depends on my mood. <laughs> I, I, I know What's what's ironic is I've been listening to um, some musical. Joseph
0: and the Amazing Technical I Our Dream I, coach. Well, I, I,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's why I laughed when Mark asked you that question. Um, I've been listening- uh, especially since I'm working so many Saturdays now, for some reason I've been putting on musicals. Um, so Wicked's usually the first one I go to. Wicked, wow, um, that's a good one. Joseph is shortly after that. Yeah, I've listened so to Les Mis. Um, I haven't. I haven't gone back to Phantom yet, which is kind of weird. That's, that's normally good. one of my favorites, but Wicked's You're
0: this quite friend. the Andrew Lloyd Webber fan, aren't you? She is. Which thought, is that's fair that's to say. Listen, <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber and and uh, Rodgers and horrifying. Hammerstein are just like I get it. That's those, those are most people's. Go to you get the one-offs like say Wicked, which is not a fan, uh, not a Andrew Lloyd Webber or Rodgers Hammerstein, but right. b- by and large or, or Music Man, which was um, Meredith Wilson. Again, you get these one-offs. Well, but, wasn't
2: isn't it? Uh, I love
0: old school musicals. Hello, Dolly! Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. It's just just they're just they're so much fun. I they, they take me back to a a simpler time where where we didn't have musicals trying to jam messages down your throat
2: (laughs) (laughs) well and I um, I also do like uh, which I think this is um, what's his name the, the the Sweeney Todd I like Sweeney Todd Sweeney Todd's my favorite okay. that's
1: actually why I brought it up because uh something triggered the desire to want to watch it to oh no I was watching the office and the office has an episode where um the cast uh or, oh, or does, yeah, he, yeah he does Sweeney Todd and, and it made me watch Tim Burton's Sweeney Todd which I think is amazing I, I'm concerned about seeing it live because I'm afraid it won't won't live up yeah,
0: measure up yeah yeah that's fair. I,
2: that's I fair. well and I will say that I think that there's a couple of um a couple of movie versions of musicals, um, Chicago being one of them. Ooh, Chicago's a great one. I love the movie version. Yeah. I, we saw it live too. It, we because did. Because of that. Yeah. Well, we went to see it live and I was like, and oh we my God. That's, that's my fear <laughs> of God. Yeah. I, I love like,
0: you guys so much. Uh, how many times on this podcast have I said the reason we all gel together so well is so. Ooh.
2: Mm-hmm. K- kids,
0: I've had some beverages uh, before we got so in, we. as you could probably tell from the. Well, so have uh, you. I. Just started oh, my right. show. The, the four of us gelled together so well because we're the all the same person. Isn't Chicago the musical super disappointing when you put it up against the movie version? The movie's oh movie's yeah. so good, very
2: much. And I even even the movie version of Phantom of the Opera, really, which I do. I good. love the show, the actual. Yeah,
1: production. we saw it when it came to Vegas, too. or it, well, well, when it was in residency. In, yeah, which Venetian. was still
2: a shortened version the of the show. It was
1: shortened, yes.
2: Um, but we saw it in Toronto.
1: We did see it in That's Toronto the That's one the first it, time I got, I got Mark in.
2: to go to a, a musical, and um, I loved it there, too.
1: Yeah, it was really good. It was uh, really good. That's
2: why I'm interested
1: in seeing Sweeney Todd live, although it's not touring right now. Yeah. But uh, like I love the music from it so much, and I, I'm, I'm trying to recalibrate my thoughts to, to not be
2: disappointed and to not compare the two. Yeah, but it's okay to like both versions. You know? Right, right. So, but no, it is. The older it is,
0: but it's it's disappointing when all, when you enjoy the movie version more it, than it, the musical, which is almost never the real life scenario. Right, right, right.
2: But it's also easier to watch the movie version than it is to watch the live oh, version. Oh, so, oh my god! Well, I, I can mean, watch something about bed, live musical to go theater. It's amazing
0: food when I want to.
2: <laughs> right, that's exactly. That's the best musical
0: ever. <laughs> I'll tell you what we saw Hamilton live. Well, let me rephrase. Oh, speaking of live, Hamilton, live is a relative term. Oh, I mean, it was still so. <laughs> the actors would be super offended if they heard what I just said. But <laughs> when it was when it was a part of the traveling like um, circuit that they do, and it came to MSU's Wharton Stadium at, on 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 the Spartan campus, right? Right. Like mm-hmm. we were super disappointed in it, and then we watched it on. Disney. The Disney one. And we're plus, like, yeah. oh, my God, this musical is fantastic. Yeah. So it's coming back. It's coming back in funny, I believe that was April, this, March or April of this year. And we're going to see it again us. at Wharton so that none of the variables have changed. And I'll let you know what, what we think about it from a seeing it in a theater versus seeing it on Disney because, woof, on Disney it is yeah, I mean, I don't know how you beat that.
2: Yeah, though the Disney version is really well, good. especially when you time, consider
0: the
1: Disney version is nothing but a recording of the
2: the original cast of the original oh, yeah. cast yeah. doing sure. the show. So it's sure. not like
1: it's not a it's not your traditional movie where right. they they put it in a, in a larger world and things are going yeah. on. This is like nope. no, this is on stage. stage. This is
0: exactly what yep. what you would see if you saw live. S- so if if my wife and I move to Vegas, would you guys get uh, along with us season tickets to the Smith Performing Yeah, Center? that'd be awesome. Absolutely, huh? that'd be so much fun. It would be. All right, Especially you guys do couples. not discourage the moving <laughs> no, to Vegas. We don't. <laughs> we, <laughs> but we are looking you. for Which solutions. is why we should move into uh, the start of the show. <laughs> He's Mark, she's Karen, I'm drunk and Tony, and as always, we start with random Vegas. Dell Webb was a private person, egoless.
1: He wouldn't even allow himself to be paged in any of his properties. In fact, he remained so anonymous that one former employee tells a story about a time Webb tried to get on a service elevator at the Sahara to go to the offices of the penthouse. An employee stopped Dell, asked him asked who uh, who he was and claimed and when he claimed he was Dell Webb, the employee told him, "Unless you can prove that, he wasn't allowed on the service elevator and turned him away." Later, it was confirmed Dell was who he claimed to be, and rather than fire the employee, he was very pleased that he stopped him, since he didn't know who he was, because he couldn't, he could, come on, (laughs) because he could have been anyone waiting to burn the place down. I love that. That's his, his go to. Like on, whew, you know what we got to worry about? Random guys place things on fire right.
2: from the service elevator.
0: Right. You know the. Uh, listen, I, I have a fairly healthy ego about myself. I know, I know, I know. For folks of you that have never met me, you may not know that. For folks of you that have met me, that's a surprise to you to hear. <laughs> but I gotta concede that's kind of sorta how I think I would probably want to be if i were a casino owner like i don't really to really know who i am just let the operations listen i'm not dealing the blackjack you know i'm not filling the hoppers in the empty bellies of the slot machines just do what you got to do on a day to day basis but on the other hand, I kind of like the whole Derek Stevens approach of uh, sitting you, at a spot, to in a it. video yes. poker bar, and letting people come up to me and kiss my golden ring. That's exactly <laughs> what
1: I was trying. What I was waiting for you to finish so I could say is that I like meeting the the owner. I like that he's hanging out and having a good time at the place all the time. Like that, I just.
2: Well, it, I also think that it's a different time from when Dell Webb was was you know, an active casino owner right. versus to where Derek is now because we went through such a, a long period of time where the casino owners were the corporations. There wasn't a mm-hmm. face to them. There right. wasn't... Mm-hmm. Um, Except Steve Wynn. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you couldn't get... you mean he Kirk wasn't nearly
0: as... I mean, maybe he was and i'm wrong but i don't think he was nearly as face forward as no oh, no steve Wynn was right. not kirk
2: but not he was face forward but it was in a media presence it wasn't hanging around his own property
1: oh yes you're absolutely right yes you So are that's what i mean what Derek
2: right. is doing is such a breath of fresh air yeah it really has been used to for for quite a while so i think that you know yes we think it's cool but i think back in dell's day you would know who the casino owners were because it was a guy that right, owned right, a yeah, casino. Yeah.
1: Or there was at least a face to the, to right, the, the, to the large business. machine. Yeah. Yeah. Next up is the Twit Pick of the Week. It's common knowledge that rain doesn't happen often in Las Vegas. When it does, neon reflections and puddles are commonly captured. This time at Rimco RimcoRinkima.com shared the view uh, from a rain-soaked windshield in traffic and it is fabulous noticeable are both valley's marquee the r- reflection of bellagio and brake lights headlights uh, i i hate precipitation in any form unless it's used for recreation but it's hard to deny <laughs> how it captures the beauty of the neon jungle it's a cool
0: photo uh, you know probably. what it is a cool photo. I, I got nothing to add. Karen, the, the, what, what observations, if any, do you have on this one? One of the
2: things I like about this one, because I know we've done a couple of, of photos where it has rained and there's puddles or the pavement's wet and you're getting that reflection. Mm-hmm. And normally the reflections are so super clear. I like how this one is kind of, it's, it's through the rain. So everything's a little bit distorted, but you yeah, can yeah, still yep. tell what it is. Yep. Which I think is a nice, because when I was first reading the description of it, I'm like, Okay, so it's going to be another one of these reflection pictures until I looked at it. I was like, oh, no, yeah. this is a different take on it. Yeah.
0: So, messy something, Karen. Do you read
2: Mark's write-up of the image before you click on the image? Um, usually. Uh, I mean, okay. I usually, like, speed read through it and just go, okay, well, let me see what this thing looks like and then click on
0: Oh, it. that's amazing. So. Because little man behind the curtain, not that anybody cares, I click on the image before I read Mark's write-up on it because uh-huh. I want to see what about this what about this image that mark has, has captured moves me and then i uh, wait yeah. to read mark's write up about it to see if if his assessment in any way matches mine so i love it i love i <laughs> kids at home i love the man behind the curtain as much as I love the podcast itself.
2: (laughs) You are in such a good mood tonight. I'm in
0: a great mood because, and I'm going to divulge this on the podcast at this point, I'm not going to be around next week in the event that there happens to be a podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, My beautiful and amazing wife, she hits a relatively monumental age. I mean, (laughs) since I've long since blown past that number, I'm like, oh, I remember when I was that young. But my (laughs) wife is in an age and she wants to celebrate it in a European country. So I'm not going to be around next week. I'm going to be in the great uh, on the great continent of Europe assuming that it's not under the regime of the Beware, Tony. They have a history of uh, of Of surrendering. surrendering. Of (laughs) surrender. Yeah. yeah. There's a good reason why Simpsons (laughs) refer to them as cheese-eating surrender monkeys. (laughs) I actually assume they're going to actually cave before Russia gets anywhere, anywhere near, near them. Hey, totally. <laughs> hey, 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 we're good.
1: We're good. Never we mind.
0: Back. Yeah.
1: Russian. Oh. <laughs> 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 Sorry, France, but you do have Sorry.
2: a history. <laughs> uh, you
0: <got> <laughs> as always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature on all of our social media outlets such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. All right, so as I'm also starting to hit the big four, five, which will be in May of this year, for a hot second, I started to think... Maybe I might enjoy trying out Boston. I've never been to Boston, Massachusetts before. If I'm going to try Boston for the first time, why not stay at Wynn? Mm. And then I looked at the price tag of what Wynn thought they deserved per night.
2: (laughs) I said,
0: never mind. I'll stay right downtown Boston if I want to pay those kind of hotel prices. And thank God I did because... Wynn sells
1: Boston. It's, it's really interesting that you say that because um, that's one of the things about locals, casinos in general, is that the weekends are just astronomical. you know. But if you dare to, to go through the week, it's usually dirt cheap. But regardless, back to Wynn sells Boston. It's being reported that Wynn has sold the land in which it resides for $1.7 billion and are leasing it back to Wynn Resorts to run the property on top of it. This is similar to the asset light business plan MGM has been doing for over the past two years when we'll pay a hundred million dollars in rent annually.
2: So wait a minute. So are they just selling the land or they they're the selling land. the
1: building in the they land? So the landing, uh, the land underneath it. It it, wow. it it used to be a popular thing that, that, the and it reminded me of McDonald's where, like, they're primarily, really, they make the money off being real estate agents. You know, they, the they, real estate owners, yeah. They yeah. own the mm-hmm. land. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting that all these properties, which initially did that, are now going, uh, how do we make more money? Like, why don't we sell it off? And then they just, we just still run it. Like, going, yeah, I guess. And then you have somebody like Blackstone coming, well, with trillions of dollars, and they're like, yeah, all right, we'll do that.
2: Well, and I, I just I find it interesting that they're because a couple of the other deals that we've seen out here like I think the, the Rio um, I, I forget who else who else did uh, was it Bellagio that MGM just sold and leased back but anyway they're selling the whole asset so they're selling the building they're selling well, you, well that's extreme. just Rio that's just Rio okay but then they're they're Leasing back and doing the operations, which just right, seems Right, which
1: is it, it's it's been popular in history where they, when somebody who's new to the game, they'll end up uh, uh, paying. You know the, uh, the yeah, the so they get their feet so, wet and yeah, figure so out how to do, do it. it. Yeah,
2: no, I get that. I so just, yeah,
1: that's that's exactly what I, I. I don't think that's what they're doing with this. Um This is just a real estate deal.
2: Okay. Then
1: we've got Mad Apple. Cirque du Soleil is it <laughs>
0: who is Cirque, who? Oh, du Soleil. Oh, now I know who you're just talking about. I <laughs> Dude, yeah. And there was like
2: a weird pause there. Before there was a weird in... pause. Well, I, it's not, it's it. actually not in the notes.
1: It's not. And I just realized, I'm like, well, if I say Cirque, people may just hear Circus. And I was like, let me throw Cirque Du Soleil in there. So Cirque <laughs> Du Soleil is partnering with, quote, The Works, a company Cirque recently purchased to create a new show for New York, New York, Vegas. The show is a 50 50 rep- is a 50 50 partnership between mgm and cirque with a 5 million dollar budget cirque's last new show run at luxor cost 60 million to produce just to give you a basic comparison the project is said to not have acrobats and might not even be tagged as a cirque show like blue man group it's being described as a new york city inspired cabaret including an onstage bar not sure how that works but that's what michael vegas is reporting the production will also feature the comedy of a Little Person Brad Williams mixed in with musicians, dancers, magicians, and circus performers. The show will be part the, the show will be performed The show <laughs> will be performed in the refurbished Zumanity showroom, preview start May 20 20- Mate, Jesus Christ! Who else has been drinking today? This guy.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeehaw! I mean, I so wish
2: okay, that so was the case,
0: but I'm you the guys Always coming sober, which is yeah, poo poo.
2: I, I mean, am I am I the anchor here? Because I didn't. I cracked open the beer about ten minutes before we sat down. So, if you guys are day drinking, you uh, well, might be well, in trouble.
1: Just in case my employer is listening, I definitely just drink a whole lot. Of course, pepper. yes, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> sure, it mean, goes without saying. <laughs> previews start may 12th the residency begins on march 27th uh, I, I don't know how that works if uh the residency is going to begin before the previews but i didn't <laughs> that didn't come to i didn't realize that until now the tickets start at 59 dollars. are you interested in mad apple karen
2: um, I might be. I mean, if they're describing it as like a New York cabaret style thing, yeah. I think that could be fun.
1: I agree. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's been described very well, or I uh, described it very well. <laughs> but uh, I, I am interested in it. Yeah.
2: Well, and I think um, Scott just Vital Vegas just tweeted today like a, a promo for it, which shows the Statue of Liberty in a oh, I like saw a break dancer like, handstand right, yeah, exactly. on top of an answer uh, of an apple and i thought well that's a little odd
1: right so i don't know if i want to see people break dancing but i get the i get the point
2: yeah <laughs> and it'll be interesting if it has like a bar on stage i wonder if those are like seats that you could buy yeah i'm curious oh, about yeah. what that means
0: nice.
2: yeah how do you get
0: Tony all of a sudden to clue back into this conversation? Well, <laughs> Tony can get actual seats on the stage. Get drunk on stage. Oh, I'm a part of it, and I'm drunk? Oh, that's not who my personality is.
2: <laughs> no, no, not at all. I'll well, and can you imagine, though, being drunk it, on stage, and the entire audience is watching you? Well, and you on top to of that, think-
1: like if they're like, Hey, Tony, would you like to do karaoke in front of all these people? <laughs> He's tripping over them to be like, yes, <laughs> yes. You lost me with it.
0: Tony, would you like? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey my wife wants to know if either of you guys have um hbo or XB- hbo max you want someone yes. to um be able to text with regarding a program called the righteous gemstones
1: oh yes i uh, karen hasn't seen it i'm a
0: fan of the righteous gemstones <laughs> <laughs> i will i will let her know Mark okay. all about it but while i'm texting my wife please tell me about the
1: las vegas green prix PlainNevada.com is reporting that F1 racing may be returning to Las Vegas. Details are limited at this point, except to say that the race would include the Strip at night, passing by various Strip landmarks, including the Fountains of Bellagio. If the deal works out, it will be the third F1 race that takes place in the United States. No word how quickly Strip view rooms at Cosmopolitan will be sold out. That'd be cool. I would totally get a room for that. You know, it'd be awesome seeing F one racers like meow,
2: down on the biggest. <laughs> <street>. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, already? how did, how did it how does it go? <laughs> 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 it's awesome. Yeah, I guess as long as I'm already
1: like safely ensconced exactly.
2: in the cosmos. Yes,
1: yeah. You're already there. You're hanging out on the on the uh, on the balcony You'd be like, Hey
2: look, they're racing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I wonder I what that I wonder what that loop would be. Why. Uh-huh. Right,
1: I know. What side roads are they going to go on? Yeah, to get
2: to get back around <laughs> to make up that track, because um, the suckers go pretty fast, and I yeah. know they they normally race in cities and right. But right. but Vegas isn't Vegas is very much a grid, which is not what they normally race on. They normally race on YV, windy roads and oh, that that's kind of right. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Hey, any anything that brings more attention and people and diversity of experiences to vegas come back to vegas i am all
1: for we miss you oh
2: (laughs) anything that brings more
0: (laughs) to the show all right i don't know how to write that out That seems like that should be the title of the show but i don't know i mean if you you can figure out a way to like (laughs) type those letters out to make it sound that way go for it v-r-e-e-e-e-m i assume right (laughs) For those of you unfamiliar, PropBets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, and thank you, Mark, for giving me a name with a bunch of vowels and no consonants. We're going to give this a try. Italian. It is Vinnie Guaraniño. That's not bad. Guaraniño, right? Probably not yeah. too close. But for folks who are fans of Jersey, sh- uh, Jersey Shore, they're probably screaming my name, but you're a cusp- my name but they get it so Vinny is uh a part of jersey shore and he is returning to the chippendales production for a stint which is planned for march 11th through april 10th and just as a reminder chippendales is a residency at the Rio. see
1: my niece wanted to attend i wonder if it's the same guy
2: no she um, she was going for somebody else yeah hers was somebody, somebody else, else from jersey shore though well maybe it was him
1: was it, say, was definitely from the, from it was Shore. somebody from the
2: Jersey Shore. Yeah, because she, she was supposed to be her. She turned 21 in um, May of 2000. And so they had a trip all planned Not to come May out here. May of 2000,
1: here. May of 2020. Oh, that's what I meant. She was born in 2000. She was <laughs> born in
2: 2000. No, she's born in... 99. 99. So she'd been right, 21 yeah. and yeah, it's right. so 2020. <laughs> so yeah, middle of the pandemic. So obviously her whole big trip. And oh, um, her mom actually had gotten them because I guess you could buy
1: the VIP, yeah, Me suite.
2: Different level of seats, <laughs> like closest to the aisle and, or right. closest to the front. So that's more likely the dancers will interact with you. And uh, I couldn't believe this. She was this. planning
1: to full out embarrass her daughter is what she was Oh, Oh yeah,
0: She was going to oh, have wow. her... So, so maybe the daughter's super excited that this didn't work out. Oh, no. She oh, wanted no, to go. She, she totally dug she this was, guy. She was all in <laughs> for it.
2: No, but and, and like they were going to have her wear the crown and the it's my birthday sash. Right, right. and oh, Mom was going to make a sign and all this other kind of stuff. So no, they were, they were all in. And I just told her, I'm like, yeah, have fun with that. I'll drop you off and I'll hang out right? at the casino or something. <laughs> I'm not going into this. I think it was ew, but... Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, lots of ew. Everybody's slimy
1: and oiled down. Right. And, <laughs> and then they yeah. put baby lotion on.
2: Fat <laughs> right. Tuesdays is taking over the space formerly home to born and raised craft beer at Bally's Grand Bazaar. Oh. When the project is expected to be complete, was not disclosed. That's such a bummer. I mean, I, That is I, a bummer.
1: I, I didn't realize that they had their own craft beer. I think that might have been a shitty uh, marketing ploy but uh, yeah. that's a bummer that that place is gone now and now I'm just replacing it with another And replacing Tuesday. it with
2: another crappy daiquiri bar. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> and and oh. to your point, Mark, I'm a big fan of craft beers, and so the fact that I slash we, the three of us, didn't know about this mm-hmm. location means it was terrible, terrible marketing because I would much rather frequent a craft brew location than a Fat Tuesdays any day of the week. Right, oh, yeah. Area
1: 15 is opening a Jules Verne-inspired 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea restaurant that will offer guests a 16-course dining experience. The immersive experience is expected to open March 12th. Has Area 15 become interesting to you, Karen?
2: Well, no, I I said on Twitter that I would I would be up for trying this.
1: Um, oh, for, for uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? Yeah.
2: yeah I mean, cool. I like the theme, but then... It also looked and the price of the Todd, I forget, the Todd best.
1: Touches Girls English is uh, got a restaurant in there.
2: Yeah, no, I'm all right. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't remember what it was, but I remember looking at it and even like the the package price for dinner is not bad for like 16 courses. I feel like it was like 220 bucks a person I or just something, can't which
1: isn't that fathom bad. Fathom sitting for 16 courses.
2: But they're little. You got to remember most of the courses. I hear are, like, what you're bites. saying,
1: but it would drive me. Absolutely insane. Oh no, it would
2: drive you insane. Yeah. And I can guarantee that you probably wouldn't eat the majority of the food. Of course. Next up, Vital
0: Vegas is reporting that Caesars Entertainment has removed all of its quote unquote role to win craps tables, had all of its properties except Paris And there's quite frankly no word why. I think you had told me about this, Karen, that there were that
1: dice controller people. Had had infiltrated this. I
2: thought this I technology. remember, oh. yeah, seeing or reading something that that people had figured out a way to cheat, right, on this. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty pre- prevalent, um, right. but I don't remember what it was, and I couldn't tell you where I saw that. So. I mean, I would have to think that there's either, like, the software is defected, maybe you, they were getting hacked or something, mm-hmm. or somebody was cheating on it, because... Yeah. I mean, you're only, you're only paying for one croupier to stand there and monitor the game.
1: Well, and I think that might primarily be the problem, is that you normally have so many people monitoring this, that maybe one, even though the, the game is designed to only run off of one,
2: but that's, I mean, maybe if you
1: need the more game, to keep an eye on shit.
2: The game w- is designed to lock you out before... And you know the shooter shoots, so it's not like you can digitally add more bets. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like you can swipe. Yeah, there's no other pass players. posting or anything like that. Right. So I don't. I don't know what it, how the the cheating would work. Karen, have you given
0: consideration to when somebody closes their Zippo lighter? It causes the dice to, to just flip. turn on their sides <laughs> automatically. <laughs> a la, we, we know,
2: know that's not hard to
0: mean, to, uh, I mean, to do. Oh yeah, I mean it's, it's totally easy to yeah. do and yeah. to rig. It's yeah, absolutely, be
2: it's gotta be. <laughs> all, right, all right, all
0: right, cool. Next up.
2: Is that me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, how am I, like, behind in this? Right, you're okay. the silver one. I know. Palms. That's is- why you're behind. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Palms is holding hiring fairs over the next three weeks to fill positions at the property in preparation for the reopening. Those interested can find a link on our blog.
1: Silverton will close its hotel for several months to renovate the rooms. The closure will begin April 1st. The project is expected to take six months and the casino will remain open.
0: Can I tell you what I love most about this pod? Well, no, that's not That's not fair. That's super offensive, actually. Can I tell you one of the many reasons why I love this podcast? Yeah.
2: Because you're on it? Because... <laughs> <laughs> and
0: Mar- Mark could not have cared less, actually, why I, I love this podcast. Yeah. Uh, it w- it's because I don't always take the shit that I read on Twitter at face value. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's probably something more here. And then I just keep fucking scrolling. So... Harken back to as we record this three, four days ago, people are losing their ever loving mind on Twitter, which yeah. I'm so fucking over Twitter, but that's it's its own, you know, diatribe. Got people are losing their shit on Twitter said- about the Silverton closing and oh my god, this and that. And 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 so I just thought, well, oh, that's unfortunate, but I just keep scrolling. Now that I hear they're closing because of renovations, right? I'm like, oh, this is Totally different, and that like that's really cool for folks that are yeah. f- fans of the Silverton, particularly locals and people who maybe want to have a couple nights away from from quote unquote the Mine real honey world. In Vegas. At it, uh, once. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. People were just losing their ever loving minds on Twitter over Silverton uh, closing its hotel, they but were,
2: people were saying stuff about oh they've got bed bugs and da da da. Right, yeah, everything
0: got got. Kind of grody, I mean, bed, like
2: bed bugs. You don't have to close for six months. <laughs> right? Exactly.
1: You know They're and, like, we're going to do the slowest extermination in the history. Of well, and you wouldn't leave the
2: casino open, <laughs> right? Because right. you've got to take care of the whole building.
1: Yeah. Yep. Agreed. I don't know.
2: Maybe, maybe it actually is. Like what they say is happening is what's actually happening.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. That's exactly what, what it is. conspiracy theories here.
0: <laughs> All right. Next up. The day of his concert at T-Mobile Arena, Justin Bieber, oh, here's another example of Twitter losing their level of mind, but let me just, yeah. let me finish it first. Justin Bieber had to cancel his performance after testing positive for COVID. The concert has been rescheduled for Tuesday, June 28th. Of course, Twitter was like, oh my God, oh my God. He thinks uh, he, Adele. he, he thinks can get away with Adele's right. uh, behavior. And uh, just, I fucking hate Twitter. Guys, I hate Twitter so fucking much. If it weren't if let me put it this way, when Mark and Karen fire me from being a co-host on this I'm done with Twitter because I fucking hate everything about Twitter.
2: <laughs> I'm telling you, it's all about just selective uh filtering. It is and true. It, it once is you once you probably filter
1: shit, like I don't like every once in a while I'll see something like somebody said something the other week about, you know, if you're gonna report the news, you should follow it up and I'm like, you know what? I know this guy wants me to figure out what he's bitching about, but yeah. I'm like, I don't even know what you're complaining about, so I don't care.
2: Well, and it it is where I think you and I were actually talking about this um, this week because, uh, oh, shoot. Brian I didn't forget Tanya? who it is was one of one of our friends. No, one of our friends who's also on Twitter um, has a really serious stalker. And it's not it's not oh, Vio Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, it's um, somebody else. My and my brain is just frozen. I can't remember who it was because I was going back and kind of looking at some of the stuff that the stalker was posting and it's just i mean it's vile
1: yeah we have people that just straight up hate us but not that troll them
2: we we don't knock on wood we don't really seem to have some trolls now Mm -hmm. now lately i have noticed a few more um like snarky comments to something that i've posted and i just choose to ignore them like i'm just not gonna well and you have to
1: like i honestly think of the, uh, the best intentions in, in a lot of these situations. And especially if they think they're being funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like going, okay, I get that. Yep. I get what you're trying but, to do. There's no reason to be offended because you did a bad joke. Right. You know, but that's what I always try to lend it uh, Well, to and there, the was, there was somebody
2: the other day because, um who was it? Uh, fuck. My brain is just about? not working today. There, I, I made some comment yeah, about I would go try... You know this restaurant looked interesting. Um, I would even go try. Oh no, 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 no! It was the whole. Um, I think we're going to talk about it. The whole Salt Bay asshole. His restaurant. Oh opening. yes. And like, I said something. No, way in hell. no, and I said something about I would. I would rather go eat at a Guy Fieri's place than do I this. I completely agree with you. And yeah. Somebody like snarked back, going, "He's a great person, and his restaurants are fantastic. Try not to be so negative." And I'm just like, "Okay, like I'm not even going right. to respond to it because right. there's." I have an opinion on Guy Fieri and right. I, from what I know, he's a fantastic yeah, humanitarian I mean, no one
1: said that he wasn't a great guy. I just don't like him. Yeah.
2: It's not. Something. There are people
1: that just simply don't like me and that's why they hate our
2: show. Right. And so, so what I choose to do then is to vote with my discretionary dollars. There you go. And that's not place that I'm going to go, but yep. you know, I think it speaks volumes when I said, all right, I would go to eat at a Guy Fieri place before I would go eat at salt base. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think his, yeah, that
1: his, guy's a criminal. Oh,
2: He's just gross. Yes, yeah, right? Yeah. He's gross. So, anyway, sorry, that was a cool. lot of trash. No, I love it. I love it all of it. A Sun Country plane headed to Vegas, or headed from Vegas to Minneapolis, was forced to return to Vegas for a hard landing due to malfunctioning landing gear. None of the 56 passengers were injured. Wow, that's... that's... I've had that happen before. Really? No, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I got a question. Yes. If you can land in Vegas... Why
0: couldn't you have landed in Minneapolis? What is the difference if, if you tell yeah, me that was weird ve- now, don't get me wrong, I would love to be in the position where, hey, I meant to come home but gotta gotta come back to Vegas. But if the excuse is quote unquote malfunctioning
2: landing here but, I mean it's dry I here. Land it's not, in Vegas? No, well, v- no, mountains
0: but of
1: snow.
2: You don't know like that the the malfunction could have been they couldn't the landing gear right right and you don't want the plane flying that amount of distance with the landing gear down it's going to mess with all kinds of things so it's
1: like it's it's like when your car starts to pull to to a certain direction because you've you know you got a uh, off balance tire or something like that
2: but i I will tell you what i'll be interested to see so so i had a a flight one time um we were i was flying to chicago uh and we we started to come into land and all of a sudden the engines revved back up and the plane goes back up. Like we were on approach to the runway Hmm. and the, the, you know, revs back up and goes back in the air and the captain comes on and says, well, Hey folks, we're having a little bit of issue with, with one of our landing gear. (laughs) Um, It's stuck. And so we're going to hang out here for a little bit. Standard protocol is they'll have emergency equipment on, on scene. um, And then we'll go back in and try to land. So we circled for about a half an hour And then when you landed, it was the weirdest feeling because when you land then, so then your brain starts going, well, shit, what's the problem with the landing gear? And See, and all I think is, is
1: diehard too. <laughs>
2: well, and, and it was just the weirdest feeling because once you landed, there literally were fire trucks. Wow. <laughs> like just awesome. engulfing. We're them ready for you to them. start on
0: fire, right? Oh, yeah. they,
2: no, they were there and they, they weren't kidding when they say, and they had us at a separate runway, Yeah, like away from everybody else. And then they had to tow us in. So what? Wow. Even once we were on the ground, like the plane couldn't taxi itself, Holy they had to shit. tow us. Like it was a big, wow, uh, yeah, th- it was. I'm it was crazy. such a
0: nervous flyer. Even hearing those stories, maybe like I'll never fly again. I'll well, just, I'll just try, it. It, I'll just <laughs> try to do it. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And it was one of those move things here, get when, over with. when
2: the pilot, you know, kind exactly. of comes on and says, "Hey, we, we've got a problem." They're going to bring out the safety teams, and we're they're going to direct us to a, a separate runway. You and i'm not i'm i'm fine i fly all the time Or used to fly all the time um but it was just one of those things where i'm like holy shit this could be bad (laughs) and you're like well (laughs) we will find out i mean what are you gonna there's nothing you can do about it right exactly (laughs) Fortune Magazine
1: listed three Las Vegas resort companies on their world's most admired companies. They were MGM Resorts, Wynn Resorts, and Las Vegas Sands, which I think is funny because it's not, the Las Vegas Sands isn't in Vegas anymore. Yeah.
0: Fair point, except what's also interesting to me is that Wynn Resorts, which is effectively just Wynn Encore, right? and Las Vegas Sands, which is just Venetian Plaza, Bl- Palazzo. Palazzo. Yeah. And then you've got MGM, and then you've got wah, 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 Caesars just kind of sitting out there like, let's,
1: let, let's call it what it is. It's El, Dorado it's El Dorado. that's done this.
0: Yeah, exactly, right? Hey, hey, we got Coors Light out here <laughs> Thursday. Who <laughs> wants well, a Coors Light, which is funny because that's that's my beer of choice. All right, moving along. Vital Vegas reports that a new movie prop museum is opening in Miannopolis. No details regarding when they will open except to say – soon and I mean, quite I mean, frankly tony is all about that because if i could get jurassic let, let me list to you my favorite movies jurassic park <laughs> godfather jaws indiana jones if they have those sorts of props i'm gonna blow my load everywhere yeah just, that'd just, be fun just put me in an apron
2: <laughs> i know i saw it's gonna be messy i know i saw um they had like a, a life-size alien they have i think they have a Car. I I wanna say back a back to the future car, but it might not be. No, um, they were reading through some of the problem. I mean, it it sounds I'd be totally interested to go totally, check yeah. this out. I mean shoeuseum was awesome. Yeah, that was fun. And yeah. I thought that was fun. Yeah. And it was all shoes, which yeah, is crazy. I was in heaven. <laughs> all right, so I am going to read this exactly the way it's written and then Tony, you tell me what's missing.
0: I'm ready. Okay, here we go. I'm focused.
2: Shortly after he completed his residency at the Coliseum at Caesar's Palace, it was announced that he will begin a new residency at Dolby <laughs> Live God. Theater at Park MGM. Tickets are on sale this week for shows ranging from July to October of 2022. Thank you so much. I think Mark
0: already knows what's coming.
2: <laughs> I was so glad I got that one because I was looking through it and I was like... So who is it? Which I know Usher. who it is. Yes, it's Usher. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <awesome. laughs> it's easy to sit on
0: the sidelines and snark... Mark oh, yeah. because we don't we I've said this to everybody that will listen to me the best part about this job quote unquote job I just show up I read the words that are on the script but I get to give <laughs> shit to my best buddy who puts all this effort into it and we're like well who who is it Mark? wait <laughs> <Right>? can't <laughs> <laughs> <So great. laughs>
2: wait that sounds great but I wonder I would buy tickets but I need to it's know a, who I'm, I'm going right. to see
1: <laughs> Multiple sources are showing off Caesar's new entrance which is not complete. The new entrance still looks very similar to the hotel check-in in the area already at the property. Every like people have been gagging over this. I'm like
2: I don't, it looks I, the fucking same. Yeah. There's I love nothing you special
1: about like like I, maybe it's 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 a more grand experience walking into from there because it used to just be like hallway,
2: well, and, and there's, I remember like where the pedestrian entrance was different from the the pull up porksure yes. entrance. Yeah,
1: you pull so, porksure and then you got to walk over to where the people who just walked in.
2: Yeah, and it, so to me, it's just a little. I don't know. I am not. I'm sure at some point we will walk through and see this, but you know Caesar's is not my favorite property right. anyway, and
1: yeah, until you make the property actually more nego- uh, negotiable, right. negotiable, make it so
2: that you don't need a compass and a, tra- <laughs> a star chart map to find your way through it, and I'm, I'm I might be more engaged. Star chart.
0: <laughs> and finally, because. They apparently have unlimited resources and a desire to own more real estate on their Las Vegas trip. Blackstone announced Monday that they will acquire Crown Resorts for $8.9 billion, with a B. Now, well billion dollars now crown does not own any properties on las vegas but blackstone owns most of mgm resorts real estate blackstone just seems like being a former uh,
1: financial advisor karen blackstone just seems like like yeah buy into those people because they have unlimited money and they're just buying things for the long term
2: yeah i mean they they buy long term assets and and part of them buying these this real estate up is they know they have a, a fixed income stream yeah. coming in from it. Right. So once you spend the money on the asset, then okay, it just sits there and now you're collecting money. So they've right. already, you, you kind of already know your return on it, I guess is is what they do. Yeah, they're just a big financial, they own all kinds of shit. Lots of shit.
0: <laughs> Listen, I
2: now that I, well, let me rephrase. Now that
0: I'm starting to see that these REITs don't necessarily want to change what is happening on the land upon which they sit, I'm much more comfortable with them. And I get why people sh- want to invest in wreaths. They're, they're, right. they're easy cash cows, right? Like yeah. we own a property, you've got the casino, you pay us to keep your casino on this property. That's, mm-hmm. that is, that will never be a losing asset. I will go ahead and just.
2: As long as the assume. business, as long as the business that is on the property and is paying you rent doesn't go under, right. then right, yes, Yeah.
0: So this idea of just, you know what, we're going to buy up more of this. I say to you, I should start investing in that.
1: <laughs>
0: that's these are the benefits though, right? Of like paying attention, to this sort of shit. It's super fun <laughs> yeah. to invest in these things and then just ride the market out. Yeah. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's not so great, but it's just, it is. I, I think this is a personally, personally for Christ's sake, Friends, listeners, do not take investment advice. <laughs> no, from do me. not. <laughs> but I like, I like investing in the reach to own these casinos. It seems to me like it will always be a safe investment. Yeah. but Invest your money in governmental bonds. It's no. Oh, I just wish. Oh, that's great. Uh, Karen, do you want to chime in on governmental bonds? Of course you know, but Those are stupid. No, no, not really. That's going to do it for news and prop bets. I'm intoxicated. Yay. Let's (laughs) move on to coming attractions. Attractions brought to you by Vegas.com See that's funny because then it makes it sound like I sobered up in between the mm. little music vamp. Until, until, that, you,
1: uh,
0: until you you libbed ad- <laughs> Vegas.com nope, still- is a portion of the show where we share with you and <laughs> artists outside of the usual residencies <laughs> that will perform in Vegas in the future. First up and, and wow way to give me the concert I'm most likely to want to go see. You're welcome. Our clutch and I hate God. (laughs) Way to find Captain Conservative and be like, I want you to read this one. Uh, They're performing at Brooklyn Bowl, Friday, March 25th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Your souls will be on fire after the concert. So (laughs) just...
2: Take it for what it's worth. Yeah. The King of Las Vegas Festival, a tribute to Elvis Presley, is coming to Westgate July 8th at 7 p.m., July 9th at 10 p.m., and July 10th starting at 5 p.m. Tickets start at $80. I'm that is a huge in variant in starting times. Agreed, yeah. One day at 7, one day at 10, and then one day at 5. Right. Like is 5 <laughs> like the, the senior night kind of thing? <laughs> <laughs> <Where>? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs>
0: Um, Karen, or excuse me, Mark, no doubt at this point in time, you have seen the movie, uh, um, what do you call it, the preview, the movie previews for the new Elvis biopic that's yes. yeah, 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 coming I've seen out. It. Do you have any thoughts? No, I, have
2: p- opinions I it good. On that? Well,
1: see, now I want to show it to Karen. It looks good. I mean, the guy doesn't look, a ton like Elvis, but the story, uh, Tom Hanks plays Colonel Tom Parker in it.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, wait well if tom saying? So is in it, right like so how do you not want to see that right, right? exactly
1: <laughs> exactly all right megadeth and lamb of god are performing at the orleans friday april 9th show starts at 6 p.m tickets start at 52 dollars. good for them i didn't realize <laughs> orleans would take on somebody like megadeth that <laughs> they bring butts
0: and seats right static x is performing at the house of blues at mandalay bay thursday April thirteenth, show starts at five thirty PM and tickets start at thirty bucks.
2: Hanson is performing at the Brooklyn Bowl on Tuesday, September sixth. Show starts at seven PM and tickets start at forty dollars. You know,
1: I get a kick out of the fact that like a, like a boy band that was like super big, you know, for a while is now just like they're like a regular band. They're they're well, they're brothers. Yeah, so. they're not on top anymore. Right. You know, but they're like, no, we fucking like doing this shit. Like, let's keep touring. Why
0: not? I mean, I I think it's fair to say one of those brothers is on top, but the rest of them are bottoms. Let's move along. Yeah. Please. just move along.
1: The Who is performing at Park MGM Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Or Friday (laughs) and Saturday, just November 4th and 5th. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $97. Are you planning
2: it's going to sell out and they're just going to add another date? Is that what you you were thinking? I guess.
0: Def Leopard, Motley Crue, Poison and Joan Jet are performing at Allegiant Stadium Friday, September 9th. Show starts at 4 p.m. Tickets start $61 seems remarkably inexpensive. Even even in the nosebleeds you get to see Def Leopard, Motley Crue, Poison. Those are yeah. not necessarily Tony's jam. Right. But oh, I those love, I wish Def he... Leopard's
1: good, Motley Crue, Vince Neil's lost his voice. Yeah. Poison is ick. And Joan mm-hmm. Jett, I don't really care. Although I know she's very oh, really talented. Oh no
0: way! Nice.
2: I would lo- I really wish we had gone to see Def Leppard when they were playing it.
1: When they're doing the residency, yeah. yeah, that,
2: that would have been fun. They, Keep an eye
1: on that because yeah. this is obviously a tour they're doing right now. Right.
2: And I don't, I don't. I don't know. I'm not really interested in going to see a show at Allegiant.
1: No, no. Stadium tours, like they, they just don't. It's not something that we yeah. get into. Yeah.
2: No. The Killers are performing at the Cosmopolitan Friday through Sunday, April 15th through 17th. Shows start at 9pm. Tickets start at $95.
1: And the Killers will return to Vegas August 26th, performing at T-Mobile Arena. Show starts at 7.30pm. Tickets start at $71.
0: Backstreet Boys are coming to the Coliseum at Caesars Palace Friday and Saturday, April 8th and 9th, and then again on the 15th and 16th. Show start at eight PM and tickets start at. And
1: undisclosed amount. I I gotta say, (laughs) um, I this is something I didn't know. I did you know that Backstreet Boys has been putting out like an album like every other year? No, isn't that awesome for those fans? Like, I think about <laughs> corn. Like, there are people who, who are like, oh, fucking corn, you know, from the 90s. They're, you know, they're, they're shit now. And I'm I like. I was
2: listening to them the other day in the office, and uh, our, our chef w- came in to talk about something, and he was like, that music seems a little heavy for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, no, this is right up my alley. You know what's like. funny is that
1: nobody ever
2: says that to me. <laughs> yeah, right. No, me, they're kind of like, really? Right. This is what you okay. Like. Okay. Yes. Okay. Got it. Right, Karen. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm Dave, and I listen to Broadway show tunes, so you, you know go. I got I like a little bit of everything. Yeah. And finally, BTS is performing in Vegas at Allegiant Stadium, and this says somehow but i, I can explain somehow oh, uh, somehow at the mgm grand garden arena in mgm during the same time friday and saturday april 8th 9th 15th and 16th shows start at seven thirty p.m and tickets all also starting in an undisclosed amount yes so I basically what they're doing is they're doing a live stream at mgm
1: at mgm but not allegiant
2: right so, so the prof- concerts at Allegiant. Okay. But then you can go to the MGM Grand Theater. And they're going
1: to do another concert. And,
2: and watch the live stream.
1: So they're doing, there are two concerts in a night. Yes. Wow, that's old school Vegas, man! <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but
2: they're not. It's 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 a live stream. So at the same time the concert is happening at Allegiant, it is being mm-hmm. live streamed at MGM.
1: Oh, I follow now. I thought they were going over to MGM yeah. and then they were set, live streaming that concert. I said
2: a live stream, so no, it's not. No. And then oh, wow. and then the last night Asgard? of the that's the shit. show, they will be live streaming it online.
1: All right, I get it. So so, so you're can, crazy enough that you want to. Actually, be there for the live simulcast uh, of whatever you Which can, I don't understand why anybody
2: seats. would pay no, to go, I would, watch. There's a live no, there's no way I would
1: go to a stadium to watch someone perform yeah. somewhere else.
2: Well, no, it's not the. So the stadium is the live show. The MGM Grand Arena is the live stream. That's what I mean. Right? What a, I can't imagine yeah.
1: going to the MGM Grand yeah. and going, oh, I just want to watch this band on TV. Be like, fuck it. They're gotta be a special coming out soon. Right.
2: Well, and it is. And so the last night of of their resident, their residency, um, it'll be live streamed over the internet. Mm. So you could just save the money Mm -hmm. and watch it from the comfort of your own home.
1: I think they are all beautiful, beautiful men. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly the same.
0: They're, they're so much more physically fit and carb appropriately intake than I am. (laughs) Carb intake. (laughs) Don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these. And thank you, Vegas.com, by the way, for sponsoring this podcast. I'm really sorry for what we've done to it. Uh, What's me, the end of that me. sponsorship? I, I apologize <laughs> what I've done to your sponsorship. Don't forget that you can find links to purchase all of these tickets uh, at Vegas.com. Uh, and the artists that we partnering on our coming Attractions calendar on the blog. Let's get into the river! Like the five communal cards we get in the game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. And so is our river segment. And this week, we've got some great listener feedback from two really, really great long-term friends of the show. So, Karen, yes, because you're the most, let's just call that, um, articulate. sober, appropriate...
2: So appropriate. You mean, I mean I, I I can actually read the words and uh, having blurred double. Go ahead and uh,
0: share what Jack Mulaney had to say to us.
2: All right. So Jack writes, Greetings, Mark, Karen, and Tony.
1: Karen spelled correctly.
2: It is. Thank you.
0: Tony last, which is wrong.
2: Now that's that's kind of the order that it should go.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Following Zorkfest in December, I had the luxury of spending an evening at Resorts World and checked out a few of the bars on property that have video poker. I wanted to get a sense of what games they offer and what complimentary drinks were available. Right. I am worried that my favorite chandelier bar at Cosmo will get MGMified, mm. and I want to have some backup plans where I know I can get good service and high-end drinks for, quote, free. That's smart. I share this fear yeah, with absolutely. you. I played at the Center Bar, Crystal I think it's called, the Crockford's Casino Bar, and the Alley Lounge on the 66th floor. The cliff notes are as follows. Staff and service were excellent. Selection of video poker games and variants was excellent. Hmm. Video poker pay tables were very poor. Most games Hmm. return 96% or so. It's the same pay tables as on the casino floor. Hmm. Availability and quality of comped cocktails was excellent. Okay. The The interesting thing I found was that they have an extra wrinkle to the, quote, red light, green light system that monitors patrons play. The initial rollout of the red light, green light system some six years ago was viewed as largely negative, as it was primarily a method for bars to cheap out on their comps. But hopefully, this story shows that it isn't always bad. When I first sat down at the center bar, I ordered a drink, a delicious hibiscus paloma. Nice. And I began to play a three-line video poker game with my favorite double double super times pay feature. Mm -hmm. I was told mm-hmm. that for players gambling at this bar tops, they could comp any drink up to $24, mm. which included all the specialty drinks on their cocktail nice. list. That's awesome. Yeah. And this was a sharp departure from a place like Cosmo, where the Chandelier Bar drink tickets are normally, uh, nominally worth right. $16, but all the specialty cocktails are 17 Exactly.
1: Just above. <laughs>
2: The bartender, when he came back with my drink, informed me that a second light on the machine had come on, which indicated I was, quote, consistently playing at a high limit level, (laughs) and he could actually comp any drink up to $100. Oh, shit. That was in stereo. I was taken aback as I was playing quarter denominations, and sure, with the three lines and the multiplier feature, it amounted to a hefty $5.25 per spin, Mm. but man... I admit that's a decent chunk of change, but it certainly wouldn't move the needle at any other luxury resort to video poker bar. The bartender, seeing my surprise, started to suggest some various high end pours of tequila or brandy that could be a good use of such carb launch.
0: Nice. Oh, my God, I love this guy. All right, I keep going. The bartender gets it.
2: At this point, I was intrigued about the system of lights on the back of each machine that only the bartender could see, and I pestered the bartender to see if it was any different from the red light, green light it has been on the scene for the past five or so years. It's really quite similar, so here's a brief on their no light, one light, two light system works. Mm -hmm. Sit down and put in at least $20 and the light will turn on. As long as you're playing at a reasonable pace and denomination, the light will stay on. If you slow play or stop playing, the light will start to blink and eventually turn off. The machine doesn't indicate when to comp the next drink. As long as the light is on, the bartender can keep serving comp drinks at their discretion. Hmm. That makes sense. I like that, yeah. If you play at a higher level of coin in, I estimate about $5 a hand or more, then you get that second light to come on, which indicates that they can provide a higher level of comp. I went to successfully higher-end bars at the center bar, and the light system seemed to work at the same at all three bars. Nice. But what each light buys you is different at the different bars. Mm. Oh. For example, at the Swanky Rooftop Alley Lounge, I don't know if that's how you say it. It's got a little weird line the top of it. Right. right. They couldn't comp any of their signature drinks without the second light coming on, and even with the second light, they wouldn't comp any spirits higher than $40. Ooh, that's not bad. Based on this excursion, I think video poker players of all levels will be pleased with the quality and quantity of drinks and the attentive, friendly bartenders at Resorts World. At least if they can stomach the poor poker table payback. Right. Looking forward to getting back to the Vegas bar top machines, Jack. That was awesome,
1: Jack. Thank you. Uh, I love these detailed uh, analysis of, of you know, our great city. You know, get to. What the fuck are you doing?
2: The dog was getting antsy. What are you doing? Something if ago. if do you,
0: listen, I'm this. We should save this for the edit portion. But do you oh, guys know who Jack Milne is? No, I don't. Like, would you recognize him? For, well, let me phrase. Does the name ring a bell? It does sound bell. familiar? The yeah. name, the name okay. rings
2: a bell.
0: If you guys saw Jack, you would you would immediately recognize him in in, in a heartbeat. He's he's a he's a Vegas vacation he's been around forever oh, that makes me he's sad a that really I nice guy he right lives in yet. the <laughs> minneapolis saint paul area okay. so like I, what makes me jealous about him living in minneapolis saint paul is he can get on the airplane to vegas for half the price awesome that is a, a detroit metro to vegas price because delta even though delta is is a hub in, uh, Detroit. It's even a better hub in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Jack is a wonderful human being, like literally literally and truly like Jack could call me tomorrow and be like, I need money. And I'd be like, well, here's my checkbook. How much do you need Jack? Because he's just, <laughs> he's legitimately a great human being for Jack to go and do this sort of boots on the ground. Yeah. Recognizance of what is going on at Resorts world is wonderful. Gang, I mean it sincerely. You, me, Alistair, my wife, we play this sort of video poker that Jack is talking about right now. It's so valuable to know that based on where you're at, is going to net you a different sort of yes. comp drink op- opportunity based on your play is That's,
2: in my opinion, that is invaluable. But honestly, being able to cop a drink that's up to $100, that to me is insane. Isn't that wild? I'd be like, what's
0: $99.75, sir? Because I want that drink. Even if it's fucking garbage, pour diesel (laughs) into my drink and put a little umbrella into it. I'll be like, "Mm, I'm getting notes of, (laughs) (laughs) like, my lungs on fire. right? And... And, and and chestnut.
2: I say, and and Brian and Tanya were um, out this week, and they uh, spent quite a bit of time playing video poker at the various bars. At Resorts World. At Resorts World, yeah. We had a whole conversation with them about somebody,
1: it. Somebody that I uh, recently talked to was like, "Yeah, I went to Resorts World, and it was." Meh. Well,
2: mm-hmm. but they specifically were talking about the video poker. Okay. At, at the center bar, they went there. Oh, then, that's right. That's they had right. a whole a, a little. I think it might have just been in a group chat, but they, they had a whole thing about, um, you know, how the attentive they were and the comp drinks and, you know, the good service and everything like that. So they, they've spoken very highly of playing video poker there as well. Um, and I do think that that's a trade-off, right? So if the pay tables are the same as they are on the casino floor, actually, that doesn't seem that bad to me if it's the same as the casino Absolutely. floor, because normally I would think yeah. at the bar they would be worse. I
1: would, exactly. I would agree,
0: yep.
2: So exactly. that's interesting.
0: All right. Next up, and Jim Stark, you're kind of my boyfriend right now because of your intro to your (laughs) feedback. So why don't you jump in? You've got an email titled, quote, a few thoughts. Karen, take it away. What an
1: awkward relationship we already have now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So Jim writes, Dear Karen and Tony.
0: (laughs) It's
1: fine. It's fine. not hurt at all.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Greetings from sunny SoCal, where it's been 46 days since my last visit on December 29th but who's counting, right?
1: Nice. I like that. It's almost like an alcoholic. <laughs> like I, I celebrate more how frequently you can come
2: to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> they stayed at Plaza, which was great. Nice. Ate at Oscars, which was fantastic. Yep. Brought home more than I took. <laughs>
1: nice. That is awesome well trip. done. Jill. Yeah, yes, sir.
2: A few thoughts about the latest episode, specifically the automation of the casinos. It's never a good idea to cut out the human element out of any business. History has shown as much. Agreed. However, this is true to many corporate blueprints. The most expensive thing in your business, why, it's people. They just happen to be your most profitable as well, but they can't be quantified like a wage. No doubt the strip will indeed cut out all human interaction in the future. My guess is within five years. Mm. But, and this is a big one, I'm willing to bet the Plaza and the Stevens Group, in fact, all of downtown will not. I bet Mm. they are already strategizing on how to further erode the strip's death grip on visitors. Have you seen the low limit twenty one tables at the Grand and Elko empty? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Want to make sure you're covering your table expenses? Make sure each table is packed twenty four seven with lower limits and higher return. I agree. Marketing genius. Mm-hmm. I'm betting downtown will figure this out way before the cubbies in corporate hell will. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cubies. I read it as cubbies, but I think it's the cubies in corporate hell.
1: Gotcha. By like the way, cubi- like cu- cubicles, cubicles. Is in the cubicle.
2: Yeah. Mm yeah by the way I'm getting more offers now that I cashed out my points mm-hmm. from El Dorado than ever before and they extended mm-hmm. my tier status even though I have a grand total of 104 points left wow <laughs> thank you for pointing out Resorts World brings nothing Vegas to Vegas in fact they are identical in every city they are in that's it just my two wow, cents that's
1: such a bummer
2: I really enjoyed this episode, but I say that about every episode. <laughs> Aww, thanks, Jim. P.S. I was wondering if Mark has ever considered doing a dive into the slot machine. From the one-armed bandit to today's money-sucking sensory overload they've become. Jim.
1: We did. A couple years ago, or not a couple years ago, probably like five years ago, six years ago, we, uh, we had partnered with, um, who was it? It was an aristocrat. Yeah. I, I don't remember who it was, but we had partnered with somebody else, and we were doing slot machine reviews uh, for. for a I while. think he's.
2: I think he's talking more about the history of the slot machines, like how they started. Oh, so that's interesting. Because remember, originally, didn't you have to like they were cherries and stuff on there because yeah, you would. I forget. I know you told me this a gazillion times, and I don't remember. But that's like you had to have some kind of reward or payout for it to be gambling or legal or something and so mm-hmm. that like the cherries were a picture of what you'd actually get or something
0: right. like that yeah, cherries yeah, yeah. and gumballs and right. bullshit
2: um, and then I think he's talking about then how does it evolve from that into the craziness that they have today and then the different evolutions of this is when they introduced multi-line, and this is when they introduced that kind of stuff I think that's what I haven't what thought about
1: that that's, a, that's an interesting vintage concept yeah yeah
0: Jim, uh, I, listen. I feel like I, I deserve uh, you and a specific shout out since you shouted out me. Uh, take note, J- Jack. Jack. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Low- uh, I can't. Can. No, low- listen. Um, this whole idea about. I mean, isn't that really the the argument between the strip versus downtown? What are you looking for? What do you want to? What do you want your really experience is it. in Las Vegas yeah. to be? Do you want it to be this personalized experience? If you do, yeah, you absolutely, you go downtown. The, the dealers will be the same dealers that you had cards dealt to you when you were there three months, six months, nine months ago. They remember your name versus this whole, what the strip is now where it's $25 a hand and it's a fucking machine that's, that's dealing your cards. Um, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that to each of their own. My wife hates the human, the human mm-hmm. interaction aspect of cards. I think my wife would actually be more of a crap stealer, more of a blackjack player. If she were to be able to deal with the, the world of wins crap. Yeah. yeah. But, but you know, to each their own for me and my personal interaction. One of the happiest and I mean happiest memories that I have got in my memory is when uh, Tony, Mark, and Karen were playing blackjack at the California, even mm-hmm. despite mm-hmm. those stupid f- freaking plastic um, barriers Dividers between that oh, that individuals. In when I painted, right. I, I had a freak out. Yeah, you had a little claustrophobic yeah. issue. Yeah. Or, or when it was um, Tony, Mark, and Jason Sitting at a, a, a blackjack table at the at the California while my wife was off playing video poker at a, at a video poker mich- um, bar everybody was happy in their element why because we were interacting with humans mm-hmm. it's just it's it is what it is I saw an uh, a news story today on the today show and we're recording this on two twenty five as, as as I make this comment but the the today show had um one of the fellows who lives down in Florida, and he was at the Keys, and he was at one of the bars, and it was nothing more than a video screen. And you walked up to the video screen, and you said, "I'd like to have a fill in the blank, whatever cocktail you want." And this this the screen, much like the 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 twenty one screened blackjack dealer said, "What can I make you, sir?" And you would say, "I'd like my cocktail." And she would say, "Do you want?" a fruity drink do you want a traditional drink do you want a cocktail f- uh, a, 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 an alcohol forward drink and you gave the answer and then but, but at the end of the day it was still just a machine that pumped liquid into a glass and then you drank that glass if that's your prerogative knock yourself out have a great time but that's not what I go to Vegas for and my wife <laughs> is said the same like, when Vegas becomes that I'm done with Vegas Mm. That's nice. scary. Sad. Yeah. Okay, well you we can go ahead and edit all of that out because I care I can tell you care not editing that, that fucking much <laughs> lunatic. <laughs> That's gonna do it for episode number three hundred and ninety-two. Thank you for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do show on the blog, which is three sixty vegas you can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at Patreon.com/slash/360Vegas, and you can get 360 Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at Zazzle.com/slash/360Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, much like our friends Jim and Jack did, you can do so. Please send that over to three hundred and sixty Vegas Podcast at Gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360
1: Vegas, Tony. Karen.
2: I am at 360 Vegas, Karen.
1: He just told you where you can find me, so until next time.